This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. A Tuesday edition in the borough. Woo, it's hot. Got the July 4th weekend coming up. Supposed to cool down a little bit, though, so we can uh, certainly use that. All right, today we're going to be joined by Tara James. She's the uh, head girls basketball coach and the athletic director at PCA, Providence Christian Academy. And she's going to join us today. And uh, Tara, I feel like I haven't talked to you in months. No, I know that you have uh, talked to Carrie Hammonds maybe a time or two and Greg Grinsing, and so um, I'm happy to be catching up with you today, Monty, and talk a little PCA. Speaking of Greg, how is he doing? He's doing much better. I feel like he's he might be even better than he was before um, he had the heart issues. He's in the gym a lot, and I know he's um, working through physical therapy and doing some other things. And, you know, he coaches our middle school boys and then also helps with the high school. So every time I turn around, he's in the gym. He seems, he seems great. Um, really a uplifting story. Hey, I mean, uh, just, you know, have a heart attack there on your, on your sofa and, you know, thank goodness your, your kid and your wife's there and, and then before you know it, he's in surgery. And then before you know it, he's back up walking around. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Greg is, to me, one of those guys who understands the perspective of life and basketball and how that all correlates, just athletics in general. Um, he's one of those guys that just is up and at him. And, you know, he, he was, somebody told me he's been at 16 or 17 NCAA tournaments as a coach. I mean, something insane. Um, and I may be way off on that number, but it was a lot of time. Uh, but he's super, super invested, you know, in his sons and daughters' lives. And I think that, you know, he didn't say this, but one of the reasons he's not still out there on the college circuit is he wants to be present. Um, he's a great dad, and he, he gets after it. And I am thankful that he is um, helping at PCA and feeling better and has is, and is pushed through his heart condition and seems to be just living life um as fully as he possibly can which is is a good good idea for all of us Monty. yeah he's had many stops and you know when you talk about family um if you're an assistant coach uh you're gonna move around i mean and you're gonna live in different states and you're gonna have to up uproot everybody you gotta have a very understanding family and i think uh you know, a, a woman that uh, kind of understands the deal. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, he has, since his early 20s, you know, been gone and, and moved from different places. And like you said, when the head coach is let go, nine times out of ten, the assistants go too. Um, or they move on, not just let go, but when they move on, then the assistant coaches go as well. So I know he has bounced at many places. Um, and has had a ton of success. We're just very, very fortunate that, that he made it through his, his last scare and that, that he's at PCA just um, sharing knowledge with us in terms of basketball and life and, and being a great dad. And 
for all that he's experienced just kind of sharing that with us and with our guys i'll tell you something kind of unique you know when um he um did not go with kermit davis but he's still involved in the game stayed in murfreesboro when andy herzer got out of the game he stayed in murfreesboro of course andy's on the show with us a lot matter of fact doing camps this week um i think it says a lot about murfreesboro as a community oh yeah definitely that that's interesting that that's two guys kind of kind of a similar story yeah i think andy was in it 18 years you know when you factor playing and grad assistant and being an assistant well i honestly think and and monty i have always and i don't know if i could make it at that level always thought about coaching at the collegiate level but then you have kids and go how's this going to work yeah (laughs) i i I just don't know how that even works in terms of a family and so um you know i i would be willing to bet that andy and coach grinsing part of their decision to stay put has a lot to do with murfreesboro but more so to do with just you know being present in their marriage and with their kids and so um, my hat goes off to both those guys who are still able to do what they love but not running around the world trying to do that. And, you know, I can speak. I, I kind of know the shoes that they uh, assistant walks in just from being in the media because when I was covering middle, you know, I miss things. I miss plays and, you know, and dance recitals and, you know, stuff like that because I'd be out of town covering them. You know, one year I missed – I missed Christmas because I was covering the Blue Raiders in the Motor City Bowl. So, um, it's tough. It is tough. I I will even say, uh, as an athletic director and as a high school coach, I can't imagine my kids not being at the same school. Like, how would I get to my daughter's volleyball games if it was at another school? Right. Or I was at another school. How would I get to my daughter's basketball games? I'm... I'm really, really fortunate in that I am, you know, coaching and, and an administrator at the same school where my kids are. Otherwise, it'd be very, very difficult, and I don't want to miss out. So, um, again, my hat goes off to those guys because when you're invested in athletics, you know, it feels like the holidays are not <laughs> not always honored, Bonnie. You know, Christmas break is very, very short for a basketball player, basketball coach. I don't care what level it is. Yeah. Well, um, again, we glad Greg uh, is doing well, and um, I understand his. Um, I think his son's going to be a freshman. Is that right? Oh yeah, Trice. He's going to be a pretty good player, from what I understand. He is. His IQ. I mean, he's got ability. He's got some length. The kid can shoot lights out. But I think for me, the most enjoyable part of his game is just his knowledge his iq of the game at such a young age and and that goes back to what we were just talking about i'm sure that kid from day one has been in several different coach in several different gyms around several different coaches he's really really fun to watch um and he's only going to be a freshman so that's pretty exciting we're joined today by tara james she's the ad and girls basketball coach at providence christian academy this portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains tr- true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Uh, we'll take a break and be right back. This is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. 
Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. Are you looking for some good used furniture? Well, today's your lucky day. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift is now open. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Our website is steeredstraightthriftstore.org. That's S-T-E-E-R-E-D straightthriftstore.org. We have lots of used furniture at great prices along with items for only a dollar. Come on by to our newest location where every purchase has a purpose and where every donation matters. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Terry James with PCA joining us today. She's the athletic director and the girls' basketball coach. Uh, Terry, kind of catch us up with your team. Um, what you? I know you've been to some team camps. How you fared? Uh, what you? What you like about your team? Some things uh, that you gotta get better at. Just kind of an overall synopsis, I guess. I will. Can I segue into something else real quick with you, Monty? Yes. I was just thinking as we were talking. Um, this is totally off topic, but I need to share this with you because it's big PCA news and kind of unexpected. Um, We have a trap team that we started two years ago um, for middle school, and Brad White coaches it, and we're excited about it, and I I really didn't have super high expectations, except it just allows kids to get out and do what they enjoy, and and Brad White to get out and do what he does. And we went to the state competition last week, and Allie Watson, one of our eighth-grade girls, and Jared Martin, um, those two kids won the state. And so they are both advancing to the national trap. I, I don't even know enough um, to say exactly what it is, but they both qualified for nationals and will be shooting um, in Ohio here in the next few weeks. So kind of exciting side note that I wanted to add about what's going on at PCA. Well, that's a, that's great news. I guess now you can have a good um, – you're going to be rivals with MTCS – from here out, uh, I guess that can become a good rivalry because I think they won the state championship. So, um, so <laughs> I guess they can uh, see who can outshoot each other. I, <laughs> that's funny. I did call Jason Piercy as we were starting this just to kind of go, hey, how do you handle this with coaches? And, um, you know, you obviously can't bring guns to school, <laughs> you know. How do, you, how do you handle all this? And I'm not knowledgeable about trap at all, but I am super excited for our two kids um, and Brad White and just very unexpected that, that our kids would be doing so well. I do know another exciting thing is that, you know, there are scholarships available um, for trap in college. And so anytime we can provide something that helps give them an avenue um, to help out with college, I'm excited about it. So Allie Watson and Jared Martin, I wanted to make sure I gave them a quick shout out um, and our entire trap team and coaches uh, before we get off the phone here. Yeah, well, congratulations uh, to both of them. Now, did you say that's high school or middle school? That's middle school. Yeah, okay. so at this point, we only have trap into middle school, but those are both eighth graders, so I anticipate our coaches wanting to extend this on into high school with, with two shooters that are that uh, solid. So. And while I'm thinking of it, <laughs> you had a baseball player that didn't make all district. It was Eli... Eli Wilson. Wilson, yes. yes. Absolutely. Our first all-district um, baseball player 
he is a junior. He plays basketball as well and football. Um, just the Wilson family is huge for our school. They've got they, you know, uh, four or five kids, and they're all athletes. Um, the Wilson kids are great kids, great family, and we're excited for him to be our first all-district player. All right. Okay, sorry. we got to do a little house cleaning. <laughs> now back to your team. <laughs> back to my team. All right, so after losing, you know, some really solid – uh, foundation builder state championship seniors um, and AC Markham and and Melton and um, Mariah and Aaliyah. Uh, it, it's I don't know what to expect. You know we've got a young group. Um, Abby McFarland, uh, Mia Alexander, um, some other kids. I don't know what to expect, but man, it's been a super enjoyable summer with them. They are extremely unselfish. Um, I think we did a little better than I expected. Uh, they're really fun to coach. They're a ton of guards. We have no height. <laughs> I mean, we just don't. I'm not sharing any secrets here. We, we really don't. So we're playing at a really fast pace. Um, we're moving the ball really well, and we're knocking down shots. It's a really, really fun team to coach. And several people have said, wow, they're really fun to watch. Um, in terms of just the style that we're playing right now, um, Abby McFarland is absolutely playing really well. She'll be an upcoming junior for us, as well as Mia Alexander, um, Maggie Markham. I mean, there are several young pieces, you know, names that you don't know necessarily that are really stepping up and helping. And so it, it's it's really, really been enjoyable, Monty. We went to Belmont, we went to Samford, and we went to MTSU. And it's just, it was a fun summer. Who are, who are some of the teams you played? Um, so we played, um, let me think through that right now, as I'm, um, gosh, sorry, Monty, I am drawing an absolute blank on 20 games. It's, it's sort of a, a whirlwind because you just go from one game to the other, and my approach during camp, Monty, is just not necessarily who we're playing, but just kind of what we're looking at. I mean, many AAA teams, many AA teams. Um, I'm trying to think of a team out of South Tennessee who's single-A public school, but they've been at the state tournament time and time again. Um, Anyways, I'm drawing a blank. Sorry, Monty. Okay. (laughs) Um, But we played several teams, several games, 20-plus games that did really well. I am not one of the coaches, and this isn't a slam at coaches that keep up with their summer records. We definitely won more than we lost, but I'm coaching a little differently at summer camp and not as concerned about wins and losses as I am just seeing what we can and can't do, how we execute this, what defense. We're going to have to switch up defenses a lot um, because we don't have size. And so just working on a lot of those things, sometimes the game would be close. And I'm not calling timeouts and necessarily going for the win. I'm looking at, just different aspects of the game and so um good summer for us again one more than we lost but more importantly it's it's a really fun group to to coach and we shoot well and uh, they play well together you mentioned something interesting there about the not calling as many timeouts that's a perfect time in the summer i mean you're playing somebody else and to see uh how they respond to um adversity uh can they play through can they play through a tough stretch and you know stay in the game that kind of thing is that why you do that oh absolutely i mean there's one time and i give parents a heads up like first of all you know when we do a spend the night camp and this sounds kind of harsh but i discourage parents from coming because I know they want to watch their kids play. I get it as a parent myself. But really, this time is for us to bond and us to focus on each other. And when you've got a crowd there, the focus shifts a little bit at times. And so when we went to Belmont, you know, if we did have a parent or two there, they're sitting way up in the stands. And I explained to them, hey, this is different. I'm subbing differently. You know, I may put four kids that are totally inexperienced out there with Abby to see how she leaves. Um, we might play a defense that makes no sense based on the other team, but we're, we're trying to see what that looks like. And so um, that's exactly right. There was one game at MTSU, and, of course, we had more parents there, but we weren't spending the night. I was fine with them watching. Um, but I literally yelled out, hey, I'm not calling a timeout. 
like, you guys need to work through this on the floor together right now. I'm not calling a timeout. I won't always have a ton of timeouts to call, and you need to work through this. I said that out loud on a free throw. I'm not calling a timeout. And so that's exactly right. You know, them learning to work through through, through things, there's only so much I can do. When they're on the floor, it's, it's up to them to kind of work through some things. Timeouts are just a bonus if you have them. That's funny. I, I remember um, I was covering MTSU's women and Western Kentucky. It was in the finals of the tournament. It was here at MTSU. And Western Kentucky comes out and gets up 18-2 to two to start the game. Coach Ensel never called a timeout. And, <laughs> yeah. of course, he had a senior – he had a pretty heavy senior team. And I, I don't know if it was me. Somebody asked him, said – when did when were were you going to call a timeout? And he goes, nope. They got themselves in it into it. They can get themselves out of it. So, which you can see him saying that, you know. Oh, totally. And I think as coaches, sometimes our pride kind of gets in the way. Like, no, I'm not bailing them out right here. You know, they they've got to figure this out. Um, and that's when people at home are screaming, you know, watching it online last year in the stands, and us too. You know, I'm telling Coach K, why are you not calling the timeout? Well, that's because you just never know the dynamics of what's going on in the team or what the coach is trying to do um, when a timeout makes sense to maybe the, the, the just the observer that's just watching the game. It's not necessarily what is best for the team at that point. And then sometimes as coaches, we just make mistakes. You know, we, we don't always call it at the exact time. It's easier to sit you know, on your couch at home and casually watch a game and think, why didn't they call a timeout when a coach is looking at many, many different aspects of the game. So I really enjoy camp. I know I've told you that before. It is one of my maybe favorite parts of coaching. You know, just there's no stress. We're playing games and we're trying to get better and it's a time to really get to know your team um, something really cool that we were able to do is um, Coach Kaufman at Lakeway called me and asked me if his team could spend the night at our school while they were at MTCS, or MTSU. And um, I said, sure, man. Are you sure you want your kids to sleep on the gym floor? I'm happy to do that for you. And he said, absolutely. If we're going to play 25, 30 games together, they need to know how to live together. And so they did. We They came up. I'd meet them in the afternoon and in the morning, and they'd come up, set up their air mattresses, and, and spend the night in the gym. Um, but it was neat to be able to kind of build a bridge with them. And, and Coach Kaufman, I was honored that he asked and happy to help him out. But I love that part of camp, just getting to know your team. I'm sure, too, it's a, it's a good opportunity for coaches or for you or any coach uh, there's a learning curve you need because, as you said, you've lost, you lost a big part of your team. You know, you've got to – I mean, you know what some of those girls can do and if they play seven minutes a game, but you, you don't yet if they play, you know, 25 minutes a game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the teams that we played was CAK out of Knoxville – and they are in our division, and they're who we played three years ago in the semi in the finals of the state tournament. Um, and they're they're pretty good year in year out. And it's it's interesting, Monty, how you know we had had three games already, and we're kind of rolling in, but the intensity level picked up for that game. You know, you can tell that CAK was trying to win that game. Yeah. Um, and it's really neat to be on the other end of that and be PCA who six, eight years ago, nobody even knew who we were to walking in and automatically having that target and people coming out going, well, that's a team we want to beat, specifically in our division, too. So that was a fun atmosphere game. We didn't end up winning that game. But, again, I'm not one of those coaches that counts my wins and losses at camp, but it was a, it was a good environment for our kids. Well, you know, you mentioned CAK, I'm sure, because you did beat uh, Lakeway last year in the state tournament. And – Lakeway was a team that just ran rush shot over everybody up there, so they they knew that they were playing a good team. Oh yeah, I, I, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Um, they knew that we had beaten Lakeway earlier, and that was the other cool part uh, of Kaufman asking me. A lot of times, you know, you've got a bad taste in your mouth after you lose a game like that in the state tournament run. You know, not personally. 
But PCA is not somebody he's probably wanting to see anytime soon, nor his players, um, because that ended their season well. Well, it's neat to run into a coach that, that understands that perspective and said, yeah, we don't care. I mean, not that we don't care. I'm sure that they'll, if we play them again, they will be hungry to, uh, to come back on that. But um, it's pretty cool that, that he's willing to just say, hey, that's not what it's about. We, we just need a place to stay, and we feel welcome and comfortable at your place, and um, it's not about that. So happy to be able to, to serve them. Air mattresses have changed a lot in the last 10 years, Monty. It was pretty impressive. We're joined today by Tara James. She's the athletic director and head girls basketball coach at PCA. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. stop and go out here on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. It's busy out here on 231 as well. Coming off the interstate, all that traffic headed back out towards Shelbyville. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks Family Edition. It's perfect for the kids and grandkids. Check it out online at ripleysaquariumofthesmokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup, man, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk soccer as the schedule is now out for the Blue Raiders. Middle Tennessee will play two exhibition games on the road 
to get things started on August 12th and 15th. There'll be road conferences, a road contest rather, at Tennessee Tech and at Austin P. But then the Blue Raiders will come home to play a total of six of their next seven at home as the regular season begins. That will include the season and uh, or the the regular season opener and home opener on August 19th against Belmont. That'll be a seven o'clock uh, start at Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium on August 22nd. The Blue Raiders will face Samford in a late afternoon affair at 4 p.m. They'll go to Ole Miss on the 26th, and then on August 29th, they will face Evansville. In September, Labor Day weekend matchups against Detroit Mercy on September 2nd. That'll be a Thursday night game uh, at home, and then a Sunday afternoon game at home against Houston Baptist at 1 o'clock. Other home opponents include East Tennessee, FIU, Old Dominion, UTEP, UAB, and Marshall. The uh, Blue Raiders will also play a non-conference match on the road at Vanderbilt and will have conference road opponents at Western Kentucky, at FAU, at Charlotte, and at Rice. So the full schedule, of course, on GoBlueRaiders.com. Let's turn to men's golf. Kind of cool story here. Coach Mark McIntyre announced the addition of a pair of graduate transfers to the Blue Raider ranks for the 21-22 season. Nick Wolf and Connor Daly are headed to Middle Tennessee. Wolf comes to Middle from UT Martin, where he posted a career 72.8 stroke average for the Skyhawks and carded an impressive 70.8 strokes per round as a senior last year with 17 of his 24 rounds coming in at par or better. A Murfreesboro native, Wolf boasted seven top 10 finishes in eight tournaments in 2021 and brings back to his hometown a pair of individual titles, both of which were won at 12 under par. He is a three-time All-OVC selection and was the OVC Newcomer of the Year in 2017-18, his first season as a collegiate golfer after a strong prep career at Father Ryan High School in Nashville. Well, you may not know Nick by his name, Nick Wolf, but you will know his granddaddy, and that's Boots Donnelly. Boots and Carol's daughter, Bunny, married Kevin Wolf, and uh, they had two sons, and Nick is the younger of the two, uh, and he is now coming to play his graduate year at Middle Tennessee. So welcome back to the to the fold there, Nick. Elsewhere, uh, let's talk about Daly. He joins the Blue Raiders from Villanova, where he was twice selected as a team captain for the Wildcats and was a two-time All-Big East selection with a 73.4 career stroke average. The Bronxville, New York native also holds a pair of individual titles in his collegiate career with a win at the Metropolitan Invitational and a co-medalist performance at VU's Wildcat Invitational. And as far as I know, I don't know his grandfather. So there you go. But welcome to uh, those two transfers, Nick Wolf and Connor Daly, coming to Blue Raider Golf. All right, coming up next week, mark this on your calendar, Blue Raider Athletics joining with uh, Strike and Spare to host a community-wide Blue Raider family fun night. That's next Wednesday, July 7th from 5 to 8 p.m. Bring your families, friends, neighbors for a big night of guaranteed fun at the Murfreesboro Strike and Spare located in the Stones River Town Center in the old Sears building. Strike and Spare will be offering the Blue Raider community a $10 wristband, which is normally $20 for three hours, 5 until 8 o'clock. The wristband includes unlimited roller skating, laser tag, bumper cars, and just about everything you can get your hands on. Blue Raider Athletics will be providing pizza and drinks while they last to those in attendance. Also, you'll have the opportunity to take pictures with lightning, meet some coaches, and go home with a sweet treat as a souvenir. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip.
The next time you buy a cart full of groceries, make a car payment, or write that big mortgage check, ask yourself, what would my family do if I wasn't there to buy those groceries, make that payment, or write that check? If you didn't like the answer, ask me about life insurance and start getting some answers that you will like. Welcome to that place where doing it for them meets doing it today. Get started by contacting me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel, at 931-684-5274. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. things real quick uh, sad news uh, for the Riverdale family Kenneth Collins passed away on June 24th he was kind of known as the voice of the Riverdale Warriors for about 20 years he uh, attended Liberty University and he was on uh, the first football team at Riverdale he's originally from Illinois so condolences to his family Vanderbilt wins 8-2 to two last night in the College World Series over Mississippi State they win tonight uh they will be uh national champions again uh the clippers stayed alive 116 102 over the suns paul george 41 points 13 rebounds uh the bucks lead the hawks two to one and they will play tonight and also uh chris harris former blue raider played on the team that beat kentucky back in 82 um long time uh teacher and coach in rutherford county has been named the county's first full-time athletic director so just a little couple of local things going on there uh, today we're joined by tara james she's the ad and the um, head girls basketball coach at pca so um coach what's uh, i know we're in a dead period right now for a couple of weeks and what's your plan with your team coming out of that Get in the weight room. We are very young. We have one senior, um, Isabella Hardison, who's been injured um, for most of her career, who's getting a lot of playing time. But we're young and we're a bit scrawny. Um, And so we're going to get in the weight room pretty hard after dead period and get shots up. I think if you remember me talking about it the last two seasons, a lot of my team plays soccer. Um, You know, and I am definitely, as I'm wearing my AD hat, pro multi-sport athlete i know it's good for them to take a break but as switching hats and having my basketball hat on ooh, it's hard because i'm just waiting for that season to end and hoping nobody gets injured and um cheering them on uh, on the sideline on the outside excited on the inside going i can't wait for them to be done so they can be back in the gym but it's been good for us and it's been good for our players so i do encourage them to play soccer so i will have them in the weight room We'll have some some uh, shooting workouts. I, I will tell you, for whatever reason, this particular group that I have, I don't have to push them to get in the gym. They are pushing me to, to get in the gym. And so I think that they'll find ways, even in the midst of soccer season, to get some, some shooting done and, and keep keep their shot clean and fresh. And they'll be in shape when they come in. I have experienced that the last couple of years. But mostly in the weight room, Monty, that'll be our plan. Now, during this dead period, though, um, they're really not even allowed on campus, are they? No, not at all. And we we are a K-12 through school, and that rule applies for high school only, but we make it a school-wide, school-wide rule, and we do that for a couple of reasons. I think it's frustrating for some because you're thinking, and I'm a sixth grader. Why does it matter if I don't come in the gym? I, I think we all need a break. Number one, our coaches, too. And I don't want our coaches to feel pressured to work with younger kids. Um, Number two, we don't need to be on campus anyways. Like I said, we need a break. But number three, we want to go ahead and set the standard that if you're playing high school athletics, you need to take your vacation during the dead period. (laughs) So so we're starting that at an early age, but we are definitely um, shutting. Our facilities are shut down. Our coaches and players will not be on campus. And it's a good thing. Uh, I'm not dreading that at all. I think that's a good thing. I do miss talking to my players, just normal communication. But 
they need a break. It's been a busy summer. Yeah, and y'all start school back, what you said, the last week of July. Is that correct? All right, we appear to have lost Tara. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a break and be right back. I'm back. Okay, she is back. Never mind. We will not take a break yet. Okay. <laughs> okay sorry, hey, I don't know what I was going to say, and y'all start school, what, the last week of July? Last week of July, that's correct. And so um, my kids said today, I think we have exactly one month left. Boy, it flies oh, actually, by. less than that. I'm sorry, less than that. Flies by, doesn't it? Flies by, and it's a quick one, but... Um, as I tell people, that two-week fall break and two-week spring break is always right on time. So it's, yeah. it's, I'm okay to sacrifice a couple weeks in the summer for a, a much-needed break in the fall and spring. Um, you, you mentioned something, and I, golly, I asked you this it, probably a year ago or so, what the biggest difference in girls' basketball when you played at Canning County versus now, and you said weights. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean – I don't remember. Rick Enzel might have had his kids in the weight room, but did you say weight? Weight, weight, yeah, lifting weight. Yeah, weight. I don't remember us. I mean, ever touching a weight when I was in high school. Um, And again, I don't think that means that we were scrawny or afraid to battle. But I mean, getting in the weight room makes such a difference in terms of loose balls. You know, 50-50 balls and just going up strong and getting an and one as opposed to just getting fouled and ending up on the free throw line. Um, it's really, really important in keeping kids healthy and protecting their knees and uh, different parts of their body. And so I think that's a that's a huge difference from when I played. Um, we, we were still physical. You know, it wasn't like we were afraid to get in there and scrap, but um, just definitely harder on our bodies because we didn't have the, the same muscle mass that our kids these days have and the opportunities they have and some pretty incredible weight rooms. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. In retirement, it's all about income. Your money, making money. Learn how it's done with Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1. Afternoon, traffic's heavy, but it's moving out here on 24 coming over from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Just stop and go out here on 41 between Laverne and Smyrna. It's busy out here on 231 as well. Coming off the interstate, all that traffic headed back out towards Shelbyville. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks Family Edition. That's perfect for the kids and grandkids. Check it out online at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at sirpizzatn.com carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at sirpizzatn.com hello again this is lenny farmer with jennings and Ayers funeral home and cremation services whenever i finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs locking in the price for the rest of their life they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying that wasn't as difficult as i thought you know why because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. 
Com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. basketball coach at PCA uh, turning over to your athletic director hat what do you what do you what are some of the things you have to do in the summer well we're finishing our building we will be our gym um, finally passed inspection and it, it, it's ready to go we're just waiting on the certificate of occupancy our weight room is done our classrooms are done I don't know if you remember saying, but we have added a second floor that was just going to be a shell initially, but our growth was so huge that we went ahead and um, finished the second floor. And so that's wrapping up, but, you know, we're under a time crunch, so we're just trying to get everything finalized so we can be in there when school starts. Pretty exciting stuff there. And then um, getting fall sports started. You know, those practices, I don't have a calendar in front of me, I believe, start June 26th for us. And so we have a new volleyball coach and and Mary Ruth Jones, who's a a Murfreesboro girl. Mary Ruth Wheeler is her maiden name. Siegel girl went on to play collegiately. She's awesome. We're really excited about her. So just kind of working with our fall coaches um, and going through that. And uh, never a dull moment. We're talking about our – sorry, mine. Somebody's mowing next to me. Talking about our uh, outdoor athletic facility that we're already working towards behind Calvary planning that goes into that and so that's that's exciting stuff i can't speak a ton on that but that's definitely something that will be i'll be busy with for the next few years uh growth never stops never stop get one get one thing built you got to build something else (laughs) man i've learned a ton about the building process um and so that part has been enjoyable the fundraising part not as enjoyable but something you've got to do um, when there's growth involved you've got to get you got to get after it in that area and just thankful to have the leadership of dr mott and andy sheets um to help push that growth um, specifically in athletics um always busy we talked about your team uh what's carrie cammons's boys team been doing this summer um they have been at camp um they went to union and spent a night there and then they also have been at mtsu Everybody that's watched them, and I haven't had a chance because we've been so busy, said they are much, much improved. You know, the guys that he has had have experience, and then bringing Trice and that group of eighth graders up into ninth grade that are very, very talented uh, help a ton, Monty. I mean, we're making more baskets. Um, where Coach Hammonds and I both love defense, but when you've got kids that can put the ball in the hole, that changes everything. So I really, really expect them to have um, – you know, they, they get better every year. And this will, this is the first summer, really, that Kerry has had with them. Yeah. So they've really gotten better. They're going to be fun to watch. We've talked a lot about being new to TSSAA and just wanting to compete. I think they're going to be able to compete and beat a lot of teams this season. He'd kill me for saying that, but they've really improved that much. Well, you could see that last year, I mean – uh, and I know he's not in the moral victory business, but teams they were losing to by 30, 35 points, uh, they might lose two by eight or ten. So, And they turned the corner a little bit and won some games themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And bringing in these, these young kids that have a lot of ability and bringing back some kids with more experience, I think is going to push them over in those games where they were close. And now getting a win and then those games where they weren't competing now they're going to be competing so it's going to be a lot of fun and cpa's gone hey that doesn't hurt <laughs> <laughs> we're going to continue to play their girls we've had a great rivalry with them over the last few years becky legate and i have a good friendship good working uh relationship and so we want to keep that going but it is nice to know that that game doesn't really matter in our standings um and i know the boys won't miss them much at all um, let's talk some football. What's going on there? Sure. We are still um, doing eight-man football for now. Our numbers are increasing. I think we're close to 30 football players. 
And so, um, you know, we are still hoping that in the next year to two years, we will be entering TWSAA's 11-man, but we're, we're pretty content right now as this, bill grant, uh, as this program builds to stay with eight-man until we're ready. Football is not one of those sports that we want to push it with 25 guys out there. Um, we want to make sure that we've got some experience and we've got some boys with some size and age. Um, we don't want to put them in a position um, where they're going against really, really experienced football players. We had a ton of brand-new kids to the sport last year. And so Coach Ferguson's doing an incredible job. Um, you know, our goal is to be 11-man, but for right now this is a good stepping stone for us to stay an 8-man this coming season. So they've been working hard this summer and, and looking forward to, um, you know, advancing that program this year. And, you know, the positive of that, there is a league of eight-man football. And, you know, um, you look at Webb, you know, they played it for years. And now they, you know, they just recently made the transition to 11-man. And um, um, it, it, they've got a pretty good thing going there, I think, too, uh, with Coach oh, Tur Turnbow over there. And I know they're upgrading their facilities and stuff, but... You know, that, all that type of thing is always a work in progress. Absolutely, and you've got to start somewhere. Um, and sometimes it's okay to jump uh, the, the cart before the horse, but in terms of football, we don't, we don't want to do that. We don't want to put our guys in a position where, you know, they're playing both sides and they're running ragged and they're new to the sport and, and they're young and they're inexperienced. We want to wait till till we've got coaches in place and, and we've got We've, we've improved our coaching staff and we've got enough kids and we're experienced and we're ready to go. 11-man football in TSSAA, regardless of the division, is no joke. And so um, we're, we're working towards that, but we're not, we're not ashamed and we're excited that we've got another season of eight-man and this has been a really good starting point for us. And um, one other sport, of course, you've got a couple other sports. Uh, golf, I know um, you get you got your two girls that did outstanding last year, um, Isabella and um, Pardue. Is that her name? Pardue, good job. And um, you know they they did great. And then um, your volleyball team really made strides last year. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and making I think Mary Ruth, our new coach, is going to be really helping us um, get to the next level. Uh, we've got some really good, solid players as well as marley mccauley who's an all-district setter for us um shot well girls an incredible hitter and player and so um you know we're advancing in the in the sports that we do have which is what we want um excitement is generating around the new coach in volleyball and so fall sports are coming at you the pardue girl both those girls are very very young one will be an upcoming ninth grader at pardue a sophomore so we're excited about watching them again this season all right, Terry, great to catch up with you again. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Monty. I enjoyed it. It's Terry James joining us today. Uh, that'll do it for today. Uh, MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt joins us tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parts Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.